Hello world, it's Thursday, February 25th. My name is Colin. And I'm Kenny. This is HNTLDR. Uh, Alright, I'm going to jump right in with a story that I meant to talk about yesterday, but we ran out of time. It is, I want to say, the number three story yesterday. Uh, it's just called Google Cloud versus AWS Onboarding Comparison. Uh, also, just to lay the groundwork for a thread here that I'm going to be talking about, this is like a a technical post from the dev blog of a company in the YC Winter 21 batch called Dendrin, uh, which they mention prominently at the top of you know the article. As part of YC Winter 21, Dendrin was eligible for significant credits, yada yada. And then they go on to describe the onboarding experience for getting access to the free credits at both AWS and Google Cloud. And like apparently they got access to the credits from AWS really quickly. It was like uh, they had to schedule a call with a startup rep and that happened, you know, that got scheduled like two days out. Whereas for Google Cloud, they like were put in touch with people and they had to like answer a bunch of questions via email and then they had to schedule a call. But the first available slot was three weeks out. So they still don't have access to, to credits. <sighs> this wow. kills me as a longtime Google Cloud advocate and, per, you know, it, it, since they're they're actual like APIs, they're like levels of abstraction that they've chosen are just objectively like way m- certainly more beginner friendly and just like better better designed uh, just top to bottom uh, is my is my takeaway where you don't need to like you know hack you know spend a lot of time tinkering with things inside of with configurations inside of dashboards. Um, they have a lot more of you know canonical like config file centric approach to to these things i'm sure aws you know it's possible as well but uh there's just like they have like a fewer set of selections that i think are just way better designed and easier to get started with but of course then they have to go and like you know make people you know do shit like this and just make it really hard for people to get started and it makes me sad yeah i mean i i understand your opinion on google cloud versus aws and and i respect it but i just like have you considered that you're exactly wrong like just a 180 flip i don't you know what a what a great article would be why people are so confident in their belief that aws is better when they've literally not used google cloud such as you i've used both admittedly I'm also biased. I'm not pretending to be some impartial person since I've used Google Cloud more and I used it first and I'm used to it. But you've literally never used Google Cloud. What is this? Uh, We've had this debate before. We don't need to re-litigate it. Psych, we we do. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, I thought we were were almost in agreement there. Got (laughs) him. It doesn't make any sense. You're out here fucking around with like DynamoDB and you think it's like the bee's knees. And I'm like, have you considered that it's the worst database that's ever existed in history? <laughs> it's literally awful. I can't believe people are willing to settle for it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway. DynamoDB is like an ice cream sundae in you know a warm, sunny afternoon in the summer. You've got a day off Friday afternoon just eating a hot fudge sundae. You've got a refreshing glass of water with you and it's just okay it's glorious <sighs> thank you for that word picture <laughs> <laughs> i don't really know what i was going for there <laughs> well this article came out of course hot on the heels of uh and this was not on hn i don't believe uh yeah there was a bug in google cloud 
uh, specifically in Firebase, where uh, every single domain that's been registered to a Firebase project, um, the owner just got an email saying that they need to renew verification of their domain by like clicking through some, you know, some forms, clicking some like I agree buttons through the Firebase Firebase dashboard. I got, this is not an exaggeration, 83 emails from Firebase yesterday telling me I need to renew uh, the verification on all these domains. And then this morning, I wake up to an article that, or to a new email that's like, you were sent, uh, you know, one or more emails in error yesterday. You do not, you know, no action is required. So literally every single domain connected to any Firebase project in the world got an email, you know, the administrator got an email yesterday. They sent hundreds of thousands, millions probably email of emails, uh, totally in error. I'm kind of surprised it didn't make it onto HN. There's actually, they, they came out with a, a fix extremely quickly, though. It was actually crazy how quick oh the God. fix is. It's to so use much. AWS. <laughs> you know, I came here to try it with an olive branch, trying to make peace, trying to have a more balanced view uh, in my Google Cloud-centric world. And I thought you could have met me in the middle, but uh, no, this has only made you more of an extremist, and I regret everything. What do you got, I'm Kenny? not going to... I'm not going to call myself an extremist, but there will be no peace until all websites are hand-rolled HTML hosted on static S3 buckets. Okay. You're a monster. In other news, today is another great S1 day. I love S1s. I recently started reading S1s after the WeWork fiasco. Mm -hmm. Actually, S1s are incredibly boring, but a little bit exciting. It's the form that you have to file with the SEC if you want to go public. And today, there are two big companies that have published their S1s, uh, DigitalOcean and Coinbase. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think both are pretty interesting, though. Coinbase, I feel like, is a little more exciting uh, because it's like the crypto people coming into the yeah. real world instead of just like a cloud infrastructure company. Right. But my favorite one of my favorite parts of the S1s is that they legally have to share their risk factors which is like a required section of the S1 where you just list out like what are the possible things that could like ruin the company. And so, so the Coinbase <laughs> the Coinbase one is pretty long. <laughs> <laughs> but they have to they have to have all these vague mentions of like uh yeah we make all our money from ethereum and bitcoin so if these crypto assets decline then our company will decline and if crypto has security breaches that may impact our business and they just iterate through like all of the problems with the core concept of their business which are pretty fun to read through yeah that's the, uh, phenomenal i've got yeah, to read through all these yeah, the DigitalOcean one is is pretty normal risk factors, um, but the Coinbase one is exciting because they like have to have all of these vague comments about the crypto space. I so mean, uh, I haven't been following DigitalOcean, but like, like I haven't even heard about them in a long time. Like, I'm sure they're out there and they're doing fine. Yeah, but oh, like, they're out there. How are they? They're they're they've got to be screwed, right? How are they possibly competing <laughs> with AWS? and Azure and Google Cloud like, um, to the point where they're going public. I actually don't know why somebody would choose one over like the other. I guess I'm, I'm not familiar with DigitalOcean's offerings well enough, but 
Yeah. I can, I can kind of, imagine a, com- a company that isn't Amazon that's just like super focused on a few different cloud infrastructure components, uh, like being more appealing to customers than like just using Amazon. I don't know. Yeah, I guess so. I guess, I mean, you know, in terms of user experience, it's obviously, you know, there's nowhere to go but up from the AWS experience. So, it, you know, I guess there is, there's room there to improve. I understand now. How do you know, did you notice that on the, uh, the Coinbase S1, there's like a, a copies to section on the front, on the first page. That's like, you know, I guess people who should be like sent copies of the S1 or something. And it's like a bunch of like, you know, different people, like their lawyers or whatever. And then on the far right is Natoshi, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto, the creator of Bitcoin. <laughs> yes. And it has his With the like, hash. public address. Yeah. Uh, fascinating. I, I, I love that they did that. I don't even know yeah. if it's an East, if it's just an Easter egg or what, but hilarious. Yeah. That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny. Good for them. There's yeah, I gotta, I gotta read through these, especially the Coinbase one. Very excited to see that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, good luck to these companies, I guess. What uh, what else is good on Hacker News? Uh, the number one story for all of yesterday with almost 1,500 points was my experience as a Gazan girl getting into Silicon Valley companies. Now, this is the this was the top story yesterday. The uh, the other story I mentioned, Google Cloud versus AWS onboarding, was the top, you know the third highest story yesterday. Uh, this blog post, I don't know if people are mentioning this, but it's like. It's like a, it's like written, it's just an ad. It's an ad for another YC company, like written by one of, and I think I don't deny this girl's experience getting an internship uh, through this company, uh, Manara, but Manara is another company in this current batch, YC, you know, winter 21. And uh, yeah, she like, you know, wrote this describing like how the Manara process works for interviewing and stuff. It's like very clearly to my eyes, like they asked her to write this as a testimonial and i'm sure she was willing to because she legitimately did get an internship at google uh despite like you know only being having uh, a year of programming experience and like or you know living in the gaza strip but uh and so i'm not denying any of this but uh it's like i'm pretty sure in this yc batch they just told everyone to like either like have people write up blog posts or like you know everyone should like put out some blog post on their dev blog or you know with a testimonial like this and they're all like posting these now in preparation for demo day um, because this is, you know, <laughs> she like wrote this story and then there's like this big like update due to the huge interest in this post. OMG, I wasn't expecting this turnout. Here are the quick answers for some questions I'm receiving. And then it's like this marketing copy. It's like, if you're a software engineering student professional in the Middle East and want to get to Google, I recommend you apply to the RBK. I recommend you apply to the RBK program to get experience building full stack, uh, full stack projects and the Minara, in the Minara program. And uh, yeah, it's huh. weird. I don't know. I, I it makes me wonder if these YC blog posts are like getting boosted. Uh, you know, like I haven't heard about this. A hot conspiracy. I mean, I'm that's what I'm here for, baby. As a YC <laughs> alum, I can. I this is not uh, something that has been offered to me. So now I'm both. Now I'm like both outraged and just upset that I'm not able to get free HN boost points. But like this article in particular. It's like it's like a feel good story. Like stuff like this never gets to the front page. I don't understand. This is the weirdest top story of the day I've seen in a lot. Like since we've been doing this, because it's, you know, there's not a lot to it. It's like she talks about doing a coding boot camp and like 
how she worked with this YC company to get an internship at Google. And then she got the internship and that's the end of the story. Like, you know, uh, I don't know. It's weird. There's a conspiracy. YC Illuminati. (laughs) Uh, wow. Okay. Well, I'll have to read through that, but, uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, what else (laughs) in, in other news, uh, back to some financial stuff. I don't know actually if this is on the front page, but it's hacker news worthy. I would say it's hacker news worthy is that it's uh, once again, uh, Groundhog Day and uh, GameStop is happening again. No. So over the past five days, the GameStop, GameStop stock is up like uh, 244%. And uh, I, it just seems to be an exact repeat of a month ago (laughs) that is uh upsetting because i didn't know that yesterday when i was proudly talking about how much higher amc has gone uh in the over the last five days and i was like oh yeah the financials are really fundamentally better they've like paid off their debts uh yeah no (laughs) i was wrong i guess it's just round two of this bullshit also maybe they're they're unrelated but yeah Maybe. Doubtful. It's like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you track this against the GameStop uh, price, it's like exactly the same. Like over the past five days, the exact same curve. Uh, AMC was just a little rockier. GameStop really shot up here. Let's see. Yeah, just just this morning. It went from like 48 to 175 or whatever. Or, you know, between yesterday and today. AMC has right. been a little rockier. It like, you know, it was down at like five, you know, 575 and now it's like up at 10 maybe now i should sell no i'm not gonna sell i'm not gonna sell i'm not gonna do it it's well weak. somebody not in any of these uh it's it's just pretty fun to watch it's, it's like Ridiculous. uh it makes it pretty entertaining well this is well timed with uh this guy published let's see the article yesterday was called show hn can't afford a bloomberg terminal no problem i built the next best thing uh open source github project that like, I don't know where they get the data from. I didn't dig into this enough. It's all written in Python. And they just like are able to pull in all this data on different stocks. Um, they have some ways of measuring like market sentiment and doing like fundamental and technical analysis, you know, plotting all these different metrics. Uh, seems pretty comprehensive, um, you know, kind of, uh, I mean, just a lot of like visualization. So good for good for him. And of course, it's called GameStonk Terminal. <laughs> Love I barely it. got through that game stock <laughs> terminal. So now if this becomes, you know, the next big thing, the like big open source Bloomberg terminal, we're now stuck with it having the name game stock terminal for the rest of human history. So that's something <laughs> incredible stuff. Uh, what a time to be alive. Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have time for today. See you tomorrow, folks. See you.